let's talk about retirement planning at age 50 or retirement planning in your 50s, retirement planning in your 40s. Really want to talk about as you head into retirement, what do you need to be thinking about? And I believe this is a complete guide for you deciding, can I retire? Should I retire? And especially retirement planning before you get to retirement. So the first thing I want to talk about is retirement income. And we're going to go through a couple different sections. The first being retirement income. And you have to ask yourself, if you're deciding to retire at 55, or you're going to retire at 52, or you're going to retire at 50, where is your retirement income going to come from? Because the way your investments are allocated or the tax ramifications of your investments determines where you're going to get your retirement income from. So let's look at a couple rules and a couple different ways that you can get retirement income if you're wanting to retire in your 50s. The first way is what they call the rule of 55. Now the rule of 55 is really simple. Basically, it says this. If you retire in the year you turn 55, you can use your current 401k for retirement income without a penalty. Now, remember, if you touch your IRA or your 401k and you're under the age of 59 and a half, normally there's a 10% penalty along with taxes when you pull that money out for retirement income. But with the rule of 55, if you retire in the year you turn 55 and you use your current 401k, not an old 401k, not a 401k from 20 years ago, but a current 401k at your current job that you're retiring from, you can use that 401k for retirement income and not be penalized. So when we're thinking about retirement income, we're thinking about doing retirement planning in our 50s, the first way that we can get retirement income is using the rule of 55. Now the second way that you can get retirement income when you're in your 50s or if you're wanting to retire in your 50s or retire earlier is using what they call a 72T. Now I don't want to get into specifics with 72Ts because they're pretty complicated, but, but here's the gist of a 72T. If you have an IRA, if an IRA, an individual retirement account, is the majority of your retirement savings and you need to use that IRA for retirement income. If you're under the age of 59 and a half, if you start taking money out of it for retirement income, you will pay a 10% penalty. But alas, there's a rule called a 72T, which means the IRS kind of gives you a break. They say, hey, we understand you want to retire early. We know that there's some rules that are going along with an IRA. If you do a 72T, you can use your IRA for retirement income and not be penalized. But there are some catches. You have to take out equal payments from your IRA. Now it's set up through a schedule. There's three different ways that you can set up the schedule for these payments. But basically you have to take out a equal amount of money from your IRA for five years or age 59 and a half, whatever is longer. So I have a current client, he's retiring at age 49. Now we're not having to use a 72T currently, but let's say we do. 
If he retires at age 49 and we use a 72T, he has to take equal payments from his IRA from age 49 to age 59 because it's five years or longer. Now these payments can be reassessed on an annual basis. So if you have dramatic uh, losses or gains in the stock market, you can actually reassess those 72T payments. But again, you want to just understand where is my retirement income going to come from? So a 72T is a great way for you to start taking retirement income if you're thinking about retiring in your 50s. Now the third way that you can get retirement income if you're thinking about retirement planning at age 50 is through what I call a freedom bucket. Now what is a freedom bucket? Because it's not really, it's not necessarily a financial term, but it's something that I have coined or the industry has coined as a bucket of money that you have the freedom to use whenever you want. If you want to start taking money out of this bucket at age 50, you can do that. There's no penalty to do that. If you want to put money into this bucket, you can put as much as you want in or you can put as little as you want in. You can take it out, put it in, do whatever you want with this investment. This bucket of money can be in real estate, it can be in the stock market, it can be in annuities, it could be in whatever you want when it comes to retirement investing. And basically what is a freedom bucket? A freedom bucket is taking money that is post-tax, meaning you've already paid taxes on this money. Think about your bank account. That money in your bank account that you get from working, that's already had taxes paid on it. A freedom bucket is the same way. You're taking money that's already had taxes paid on it and you're reinvesting that money into some sort of investment. Now, I prefer the stock market or real estate, especially if you're younger. You're taking that money, you're reinvesting it back into another investment vehicle and you're going to use that money for retirement income somewhere down the road right? So you maybe you're 55 and you're like, I want to retire, but I don't want to use the rule of 55. I don't want to pay like ordinary income taxes off my 401k or my IRA. If you have a freedom bucket of money, you can essentially say, oh, I've got half a million dollars in a taxable brokerage account that I can start pulling retirement income from. And the only taxes I'll pay are capital gains and interest. Now, and if you have a loss, you could write off your capital loss. So a freedom bucket gives you the ability to take money in, take money out, really at any time you want. So we've got the rule of 55, we've got a 72T, and we've got a freedom bucket. So these are your sources of income when you're thinking about retiring in your 50s. Now let me give you one more thing to think about. If you're thinking about retiring, retirement planning at age 50, even though you're not going to do this, what I'm about to tell you in your 50s, you need to be thinking about it. And that's Social Security. You need to be thinking about when am I going to start claiming Social Security. Now, I run a Social Security maximization schedule for all of my clients. I want to know when is the best time for them to collect Social Security. So if you collect Social Security at age 62, you only get 70% of your full retirement benefit. If you collect Social Security at 67, you get 100% of your full retirement benefit. And if you're an overachiever, a broccoli eater, and you take Social Security at 70, you get 124% of your full retirement benefit. I want to know at what age does it make sense for you to start claiming Social Security. Now, it might not be at 60 
62, 67, or 70. Could be 65, could be 69. Just depends on your individual situation. And the rule of 55, a 72T, and a freedom bucket are all going to come into play on when are you going to take social security. So you want to be thinking about that. And if that's something that you want to talk to me about, in the comment section below is a download called the Roadmap to Retirement. It's free. Click on it, download it, read it. It talks about retirement income, but it's also the easiest way to talk to me because there's a little checkbox that says, yes, I want to visit with Drew. And we can talk about your retirement income, your rule of 55, your 72T, building yourself a freedom bucket to get you to retirement, to get you through retirement, and protect your ability to stay in retirement. So we're doing retirement planning at age 50. We just talked about retirement income. Let's go into healthcare. All right, let's talk about healthcare when it comes to retirement planning at age 50, especially if you're asking the question, can I retire at 55? Can I retire at 55 with a million dollars? Well, if you're asking the question, can I retire, you need to be thinking about healthcare. The one thing that gets overlooked the most when I do financial planning for families is healthcare. Many people don't think about where am I going to get health insurance if I retire at 55? The, the vast majority of my clients receive their health insurance through their job. So if they retire, that health insurance goes away and they need to look at themselves and say, okay, now where am I going to get health insurance. Am I going to get it on the exchange? Am I going to get it through some alternative health insurance source? You need to be thinking about that. If you're a single individual, you need to ask yourself, okay, how much of my retirement income am I going to need to use for health insurance? If you're married, if you have dependents, do, do, are there other people that still depend on you for health insurance if you retire? And how much is that going to cost? We need to be looking at all these avenues, especially when we're building out a retirement income plan, because health care is the number one expense in retirement outside of housing. So you really, really, really need to have a plan for your health care costs. Now, I've got a link in the video description below talking about health care in retirement. I encourage you to watch that after this so that you can see really what are the actual costs when it comes to health care. Because we think about health insurance from age, let's say, 55 to 65 when Medicare starts. But what about health care after Medicare starts? What about home health care, assisted living, long-term care? Odds are two out of three individuals will need some sort of assisted care throughout their life. That might be at home, that might be at a facility, that might be you know in some kind of rehab center. You need to know what the costs are going to be or at least have a plan for those costs. Excuse me, I get choked up talking about healthcare in retirement, all right? So we've talked about retirement income. We're talking about healthcare now. Let's move on to retirement investments, especially if you're thinking about retirement planning at age 50. Okay, so we've moved on to retirement investments when we're thinking about retirement planning at age 50. Now, all the video links for every video I've done in the past to help you do retirement planning at 50 are in the description below, but this is a complete guide for retirement planning at age 50. So retirement investments, what do you need to know? What do you need to think about, especially now that you're thinking about retiring because you're transitioning from accumulation 
growth, trying to make as much money and grow my wealth as much as possible going into retirement to now you're moving from growth to preservation and income. Because I use the analogy like this. If you've ever been to Walt Disney World, there's a ride called Space Mountain. I love Space Mountain. It's in the dark. It's fast. It's one of the coolest rides out there. But when you're in retirement, you don't want your investments to be on Space Mountain. You want your investments to be on the Walt Disney World Railroad. We want to know that we're going to get off at Tomorrowland. We're going to get off at Frontierland. We're going to get off at Main Street. We want consistency in our retirement investments because now we're living off of the money that we've worked so hard to save for retirement. So when you think about your retirement investments, think about it in a positioning sort of way. I'm 36. I'll be 37 in December. You can send me a Christmas gift um, or actually a birthday gift would be better. But when you think about retirement investing, you got to think about positioning. I'm 36. My investments are positioned for growth. Okay. So I am trying to get maximum growth with my investments, which means if I'm trying to get maximum growth, I have the downside risk of maximum loss, right? Because I am trying to grow my retirement investments, my retirement assets as much as possible. Now, my dad's 67. He's not 36 anymore. His retirement investments don't need to be positioned for maximum growth. Now, he can have a portion of his investments positioned for maximum growth, but he needs to be somewhere down here. Now, my dad still works. He's one of those old school guys. It's probably going to work until he dies. But his retirement investments don't need to be positioned for maximum growth. He needs to be positioned more for moderate growth and income. Because he doesn't want to have so far down to go from a loss standpoint. Because time is not on his side when it comes to making up losses from the stock market. So you have to ask yourself, how am I positioning my retirement investments? That is so crucial when it comes to thinking about retirement. I just had a conversation with a gentleman who had all of his retirement investments positioned in tech stocks and they got killed over the last 12 months in the year 2022. Now you might be watching this in 2024 and everything's recovered, but he's stepping into retirement. He's thinking about going into retirement and his investments were all positioned for maximum growth, which means he took on maximum loss. Now, the thing you also want to think about when you're going into retirement, especially when it comes to your retirement investments, is what they call sequence of return risk. And you might be asking yourself, Drew, what is sequence of return risk? Well, sequence of return risk is the risk that the first few years of your retirement, the market is going to go down. Think 2000. 2000. 2001 and 2002, the market was down for three straight years. So if you retired in the booming year of 1999, you thought the world was great. But then 2000 hit, 2001 hit, and 2002 hit. So you had three years of a down stock market. And that's what sequence of return risk is, is that your retirement investments are going to suffer market loss early in your retirement. And think about it. If the market is going down and you're taking out retirement income from your market investments, now in order for your investments to go back up, 
you're not working anymore. You're not getting a paycheck. You might be getting social security if you're in your 60s now. But as the market is going down and you're taking out retirement income from those retirement investments, the only way for your money to grow is the market has to go back up. And if the market goes down 10%, it's not necessarily a 10% gain that's going to get you back to even. Normally, it's a 20% gain to get back to even. And if you're taking out income on the way down as well, not only are you down 10%, but if you're taking 3% for retirement income, now you're down 13%. And as your retirement investments start to go back up, you're still having to take out income from them. So it's harder for you to keep your retirement investments at baseline or even have growth with sequence of return risk, which is why it's so important at the first part of this, how are our retirement investments positioned? Think about baseball. Think about being a leadoff hitter in baseball. Leadoff hitters are consistent. They get on base a lot. They hit singles and doubles. They're not known for hitting home runs. Now, if you're Aaron Judge and you're batting fourth or third for the Yankees, you're trying to hit home runs. That's what I'm doing. That's what you should be doing in your 40s. That's what you should especially be doing in your 20s. But if you're in your 50s, if you're doing retirement planning at age 50, or if you're transitioning into your 60s, retirement planning at 55, your batting lineup needs to be more consistent, get on base. If you hit a home run every now and then, that's great. We're really just trying to hit singles and doubles. And sequence of return risk is the reason why. Now, here's a good rule of thumb for you. Think about the rule, I call it, it's called the rule of 100. Now, the rule of 100 is really simple. You take your age, you subtract it from 100. So if you're 50, you take 100, subtract by 50, and that leaves you with 50. Are we on track here? 100 minus 50 is 50. So what the rule of 100 says is 50% of your investments should be positioned for conservativeness. Okay, so conservative growth, preservation of capital, retirement income. And 50% of your investments should be positioned for growth. Think 60-40, equity fixed income. Okay, that's kind of the old adage, how, how they used to think about it. So 50% of your money should be invested for growth and 50% should be invested for more moderate to conservative and even preservation of retirement income. As you get older, the number that goes down is the is the growth, right? So if you're 60, 100 minus 60 is 40. So 60% of your investments should be positioned for conservative or moderate growth. 40% should be in positioned for growth. If you're 70, 70, 30. All right. Now, the reason we're doing this is because we want to eliminate the volatility in our retirement investments because we're going to be using those for retirement income. Now, everybody's situation is different. Maybe you have a pension. Maybe you have a Social Security is all you need to live on. In those certain cases, you need to have a tactical and specific plan for you. And I can do that for you again. In the download, in the comment section below is a download called the Roadmap to Retirement. Click on that and we can talk and put together a Your Financial EKG for you to make sure you're going to get to retirement, through retirement, and we're going to protect your ability to stay in retirement. So Rule of 100 is a great way to understand are my retirement investments positioned the way I want? So what you want to think about retirement planning at age 50, where's my retirement income going to come from? What about healthcare? And how are my retirement investments positioned? Thanks for watching. God bless. Bye-bye.